0: can i start a podcast as my own ria that is today's question on the transition to ria question and answer series it is question number 39 hello everyone i'm brad wales with transition to ria and today's question is you know as my own ria you know can i have my own podcast and and so seemingly simple question and answer but but kind of like as with everything there's there's kind of more nuances to it so there's there's no better person on the planet to have as a guest on today's show uh, as you can see we're we're split screen here and so we, i have a good friend matt halleron with top advisor marketing on today to help us with this matt how you doing
1: i'm great man it's nice to be here
0: Good deal. Well, uh, I will ask Matt here in a second to give a little, little background on his firm, but I, just a little context of why I thought this was a, a helpful question is, is the, and it just happens to be in this case, a podcast, but the, the idea that when you start your own RIA, your ability to, whether how you want to position yourself, market yourself, you know, put yourself out there in the marketplace and in the community is exponentially more flexible under that RIA banner, than under your own firm and, and so while you you may or may not be able to even do a podcast perhaps now if you're at a captive firm and a wirehouse firm either you can do it and you've probably got a lot of handcuffs or you outright can't do it at all And so I didn't want to talk about you know what you could expect if you were to go RIA and, and then if, if you like that idea how does that actually work? How'd you get into it and that that's what Matt's going to help us with here today and and, and before I ask him to, to give his background I would I would, Point out the power of podcast, and how I even know who Matt is on this planet is because I came across his podcast, and I don't even remember exactly what led it to me. Was someone did someone post about it, or did I stumble across it, or whatever it was? But I I started listening in, and I think it's fantastic as he's going to talk to us about today about about what they feel the messaging of a, a podcast is and how you can you know, really position yourself. And I love, and Matt, if you could touch on this, the, the their strategy of micro influencer, I think you guys even, even copyrighted that I, I think is just brilliant. So, uh, if you could add, you know, the context of that. So, so with that, Matt, if you can give a little background on yourself and your firm, uh, that'd be great.
1: I started doing radio when I was 13 years old. So my, my, uh, my radio, my, my high school had a hundred watt radio station. And, um, it probably didn't reach past the parking lot just so you know but it was a lot of fun and I was madman Matt Halloran and I was gonna change the world with radio uh, I remember getting off my probably my tenth show and I ran into my advisor and I said Chris Chris her name was Chris Kirkpatrick Chris I I want to be a DJ for a living and she laughed at me and she said you need to have another job <laughs> I did radio in college um, and so this has always been something very comfortable comfortable for me I love being behind the microphone Uh, I love interviewing people, the opportunity to learn. I get to learn from smart people like you every day. Right. And that's just such a gift. Um, and about four years ago, Kirk Lowe and I met at a conference down in Arizona and, um, we just realized that we were very, very, um, similar in our thinking, not only from a business perspective, but what we really wanted to do with financial advisors. And so, uh, we both realized that advisors didn't want us to tell them what to do anymore, they wanted us to do it for them. So we created this entire program, and you ref- reference it. it's called Micro Influencer Program. And basically what that means is you have to market in the expertise economy, because that's who you are. Uh, as a person who's looking at becoming an RIA, you're actually taking the next step to truly allow yourself to be the expert that you've always wanted to be. I think moving to an RIA is one of the smartest things that that if you can do it, it is the most freeing, liberating, great opportunity for you to uh, really, truly have all of the shackles taken off so you can become the advisor you've always wanted to be. And that's who we specialize in working with, Brad. That's our, our sweet spot, is working with people who are RIAs specifically because I don't want to have to podcast for the lowest common denominator in a broker-dealer. That's it. I want to podcast with the best of the best of the best, and that's who we have as clients. And uh, so we started about three and a half years ago, uh, Kirk and I did in our partnership when we launched Top Advisor Marketing. And um, as of June, we've produced over 1,500 podcasts and done over 35,000 social media posts. So uh, it's what we do all day long, brother.
0: Wow. I mean, that's, you know, that's even more higher numbers than I realized. And uh, a thing that I really like about, about their offering and as well as in, and uh, Matt and I had a conversation the other day, we were talking about this is to use an analogy, just literally the rock star approach and, and not, not just from like an ego standpoint, but you know, it, it can be intimidating perhaps to think, Oh, I got to do a podcast, man. I don't even know what hardware to use. I don't know how to edit it. Where do I host, where do you know, do all this stuff. And, and, and with their team, it's literally, walk to the proverbial microphone record i think you typically re- recommend twice a month mm-hmm. uh stop recording and walk away and and, and matt and his team do everything else and, and so from a a logistics done for you perspective i i that's why i'm such a fan of your offer i, I it, it can't get any easier either someone's willing to do that or they're not willing to do anything so i, I think it's great how you structured it
1: well and i love i love after our conversation because uh, I, I literally video messaged our entire team. And I said, oh, my God, I just met this guy. His name's Brad. And he just brought this whole idea of, of the rock star approach. And that's exactly what we do. And all the team was like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what we do. Yeah, we, ha- we I mean, I don't physically hand you the microphone, but you sit down. We interview you. You talk about what you love and what you're passionate about. And then you leave. We take care of everything else.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think it's fantastic. Again, the done for you kind of gets thrown around a lot, but literally this is done for you. I mean, except for the actual talk in itself. So I think it's, I think it's great. So what, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of podcasts out there already, uh, you know, an advisor might say, you know, kind of two parts to this one of, you know, okay, if you had to sum it up, why should I have a podcast? There's a lot of, there's a lot of different ways I could maybe get my message out there. Why a podcast versus something else?
1: Well, I think there's two reasons. First off, there's an enormous amount of misinformation out there. And I believe professionally it's your responsibility as a financial services expert to rise above the noise and put out the right information that's out there. right? Ken Fisher is screaming, uh, you know, from from the the mountaintops about the evils of annuities, and that's his whole pick a fight, right? Well, is that always the right situation, right? Uh, You know, maybe you don't like his investment technique. Maybe uh, you think DFA is the greatest thing in the world, dimensional fund analysis, and that's the direction that you want to go. Or there's just not enough main street information out there, Brad. I believe that that's what advisors need to do. It's not all about the big box stores. It's about that local person who understands you in your environment, and can provide you with the advice you need to be successful in your world, not somebody else's. So there's number one. Number two is way easier to explain, which is you guys talk for a living, man. I mean, that's what you do. Uh, Most of you aren't very good on camera, not to be mean, but most advisors, they're just not trained on how to be camera ready, right? You don't have to be camera ready with a podcast. You can be in your pajamas sitting in your closet. In fact, I have to digress very quickly. When we first started, we were interviewing all of our friends, right? So Kirk and I have a lot of friends in financial services, people who provide services to financial advisors. And these two ladies who I love dearly, uh, they run uh, an amazing um, women marketing program. And, uh, And I was like, why do you guys sound so quiet? And they said, well, we're sitting here with towels over our heads. Because we were told that we don't want to have any echo, oh, yeah. and, and so that was one of those things, okay, we, we have a lot of education that we need to do. By the way, they kept the towels on their heads the whole time because they were really concerned about it, but that's the sort of stuff – it's so easy to execute this and you talk for a living. Now they should, we didn't shoot videos with them having towels on their heads. Right, Brad. I mean, yeah. we didn't shoot any video at all and they were great podcasts. They were very, very focused and they were just focused on the microphone. They weren't focused on the lighting and my makeup and my hair and all of that stuff. And so podcasting is an incredibly portable medium that allows your soon to be RIA clients to get their voice out into the marketplace using a tool that they use all the time and talking about things that they're comfortable with because they talk about them all the time.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's just a, it's just a natural fit in that regard. And, and I, I think the the golden Goose, I think you you posted, uh, I think it was on LinkedIn something about this the other day and I obviously it's a, a great circumstance, but I, I don't think it's really all that unique in the sense that it, it can't happen a number of times that you I think you said you had someone come to you, uh that said hey matt first time reaching out i'm ready to sign up and Mm -hmm. and, you know that you're like well how how did that happen because they had so got to already got to know you they felt like they knew you got to hear all of your messaging and so again that that is the the stars lining up perfect that it literally would be that easy but i think that's just so powerful and then and quite frankly i do that with my own my own business here why i make Mm -hmm. the videos is people by the time they're first connecting with me, they they feel they actually know who I am, and and I think the the podcast same same thing. I don't know if you've got people who say to you before like, "Wow, you you sound just like you do on the podcast." You're like, "Well, yeah, that's that's how this works," you know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's like my
1: voice. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I've I've had a couple of people at conferences who've come up and you know said, you know, God, I feel like I know you. Right. You know, I've I've listened to all. Yeah, I think we've done. 280 episodes now. Um, and that's just for top advisor marketing, not including all of the other podcasts that we've done for our clients, um, that I've actually hosted. I don't, I don't host very many anymore. I've got actually two professional, uh, voice hosts that we have, um, who do most of the interviews with advisors, uh, cause you know, I'm running the company and, and Kirk and I are doing higher level stuff, but, um, I love, the fact, and in fact, this just happened with one of our newest clients, Brad. This was really weird because this isn't normal. He well, so we do uh, the inaugural podcast is, is podcast number one, which is who are you, right? Who are you? What do you do? What makes you unique and different? Tell me just a little bit, so I can get to know you, right? And then the second and third podcast are a lot about your technique and um, really more uh, a deeper conversation about what you do that's fundamentally different and unique than other people, either down the road or the Edward Jones person who's there or whatever next door, and so he did what we tell them to do and not a lot of people always follow those instructions is they sent that to their entire list right so this this guy had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on this list this prospect list and this woman called him about three or four days later and she said i need to come in and make an appointment and he's like, I don't even know who this person <laughs> wow. is, right? Was, she's been a cold prospect for years, literally. And she said, "I listen to your podcast. You do exactly what I've been looking for, and I'd like to come in." And she transferred—I don't know what it was, one point three million or something—because it's portable, right? He was that podcast marketed for that advisor. When he wasn't even there, right? It's this omnipresent, ever-present ability that we have with this new world of marketing. It's really powerful and really portable.
0: Yeah, the old proverbial: while you're asleep at night, someone could be listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. and, and, and next thing you know, you're, you're perhaps making traction with someone. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's, yeah, I think it's great like that. Um, so, how you know if an advisor, if an advisor likes this, they they see the power in it. Uh, they're they're now maybe out of Nore so they they the kind of handcuffs are off and, and so they can do this and so if they want to work with a firm like yours and they and they come to you and say Matt let's do this mm-hmm. just if you could walk through you know what's what's the initial engagement look like are we are we okay we're coming back tomorrow and we're starting something or what, what's that first couple inns look like if you could
1: so. <clears throat> The first 30 days are all of the setup that needs to be done. And so that's when we create the podcast channel. We also help you come up with a title for the podcast itself that isn't used, right? That's important. So we build the syndication platform that'll syndicate across all major iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, all of that stuff. We do the cover art. We do a professional intro and outro. Uh, We make sure that you have approved all of that, including the music that you're going to use as your intro music. Depending on what they have the whole kit and caboodle with us, uh, which is some social media stuff that we do too. We optimize our social media profiles. If we need to build a profile, we build a profile for them. We make sure that all of that stuff is aligned from a brand perspective. And within the first 30 days, that first inaugural podcast will be recorded. So that's the time frame. And then after that, it's really about three hours of the advisor's time per month where they show up to recordings is what we do recommend. All of our research has shown that's the proper frequency. And they show up, they block out about an hour in total for prep, which we actually help with. And then a 45 minute block for, or two 45 minute blocks for recording. So it's about two and a half, three hours of, of the advisor's time a month. And then we post that podcast everywhere, literally, where you could say, Hey Siri, play the top advisor marketing podcast. And it plays right. That's really neat. Um, and, and then we post social media posts, engaging social media posts about every day based off of that customized content. So we don't have you buy content from somebody else because that isn't you. And, and here's the best part about being an RIA, Brett. They don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. right? They don't have to worry about the pre-approved canned crap that 14,000 other advisors are putting out on the same day about what's going on in the market. This is your opportunity to talk about what is your passion about, what you're looking at in the market. That's the difference. And then you know we at Sprint's lather and repeat. Yeah, no, I like it. So call it. You know, if I wanted to start one in
0: January, I'm 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 kind of on the clock because we need 30 days to kind of get sure. get in, in gear, and then and then uh, on a going forward basis, it's just kind of building on yep. itself. Okay. Um, and then you know, but, and you kind of mentioned there, you know, with with perhaps. The social media part. So there's the there's the logistics of actually functionally recording these things, and and then which is great, and you can have the greatest podcast on the planet, but you know you, then you, you ideally got to get the message out is in, 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 and get a return on your investment there. So right. kind of comes back to the cost structure as well. So if you could kind of walk us through, and I'm, I'm sure every situation is different, but kind of how you how you price these things out, and and is it just that? You know, which of those elements do you do? The, the, the actual making of the podcast, the actual promoting the podcast, and, and kind of how does that look from a cost perspective?
1: Sure. So our, our costs are incredibly transparent. Uh, so if you wanted to just have us do the podcasting, which again is to build your channel, intro, outro, have a, a person interviewing you, because interviewing just like we're doing right now from a podcast perspective is the most consumable way to get that information, okay? So it's two voices, generally a high contrast in voices. Um, so, And that also includes the show notes, right, which uh, go with every podcast to help them be able to be found on search engines. So that's $1,500 as a setup and 1200 a month, right? So that's just what it is. That's for the two podcasts. But then if you want us to do the whole kit and caboodle, right, which is um, create, write all the social media posts based off of your thought leadership, which are little video snips, um, audio bursts, quote memes, uh, referrals back to subscribing to the podcast. We've got an SEO uh, component to it that really helps drive the search engine in the right direction. Um, I mean, we have, so so the whole kit and caboodle is about $3,500 as a setup and about $3,500, $3,000 a month, um, depending on how many of the add-ons that you want we can do things on LinkedIn specifically to increase your connections. Uh, We can do stuff on Facebook. So it really just depends on those couple of choices. But Kirk and I sat down with a a friend of ours, uh, who's a branding person, who's brilliant. His name's Rob Howard. The guy's just amazing. And he said, have you ever really looked at how much it would actually cost uh, an advisor or a business owner to do everything that you do? And so Kirk and I were we're like, well, no, we really haven't really done that. Right. So we figured out deconstructing what our team does, all of their billable hours. Right. We figured out that if, if you wanted to do what we do with the whole kit and caboodle, it'll be about 80 hours of work a month. Right. But you would need to have. A professional podcast host, a podcast coach, a graphic designer, a social media writer, a social media poster, a social media. I mean, you know, the list, there's 11 different jobs that you would need to have in order to execute it at the level that we do. We are truly the outsourced marketing, right? That's what you do. The people who love what we do love the rock star treatment, grab the mic, do the performance drop the mic, go home and put it in the hands of a trusted professional, but that's our pricing structure. And, you know, we're, that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. I think it's I appreciate the transparency. I think that's, that's key. And, uh, you know, if you're going to put the investment in on the front end, it, it, you know, certainly can help to, to have it pay off on the back end. And, and like I said, I, to, to show it works. That's how I found you from your podcast. I, I referenced a little bit ago. Oh, I saw your your LinkedIn post resonated with me. So it, it it you guys are good at what you do there. And and I think too, uh, uh, you know, as you were naming the, you know, the different people on your team. I you know, I think I guess how I look at it, and and I'm kind of the same. I, I make videos. So I, I I don't make enough videos myself that it justifies me having a full time right. video editor. But but maybe. A tenth of a video editor, I have I have the mm-hmm. supply for, and, and so that's a way for you guys to to provide someone with a tenth or whatever the math comes to of these of these professionals that we just couldn't go out on our own and piece together because mm-hmm. we, we're not you know doing enough videos to do it uh, full time ourselves. So I think that's another big benefit as well. Um, kind of talking about circling back to the time in. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of my audience we're talking about folks that are transitioning. To the RA model, a lot of steps are involved in that. Um, well outside of just the marketing social media realm, but but certainly important part of it. And so there there could be a you know a thought by by an advisor, and I and I would understand why they might default to this to say, okay, I got so much on my plate, I, I love this podcast idea. You know, hey Matt, I even like your offering. You know, I'll circle back to you six months after I've made the transition because I, I got these other things to focus on. And, and I, I can certainly appreciate that. At the same time, I assume, and maybe you can talk to this, that it is what it is. Any, any kind of marketing or media out there, it takes some time to get traction. So so presumably the best time to have started a podcast was, was yesterday. The best time to have started YouTube videos was yesterday. And so what would you say to that transition advisor that, that you know, hasn't yet made the leap or they're going through the steps, wants to do it, can they, can they afford to wait six months or they get started now? Thoughts on that.
1: Um, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, You've asked, there's a lot of questions there. So I'm going to try to unpack that a little bit. Um, the first thing that I would do, if you were going to be using podcasting, blogging or video as your preferred medium to get your message out there, when you become an RIA, anytime you have an idea you need to write it down so that's honestly i mean yes all of the other logistic stuff aside while you're making the transition while you're meeting with clients when you're talking to them about why you're switching to being an ria there are topics upon topics upon topics that you need to be writing down because it doesn't matter what media you use that's the information that you want to get out so that that would really be how i would begin to even think about it um the other thing I'd like to say is we're not going anywhere, Brad. We've been doing this for yeah. three years now. I plan on doing this for another 10. Uh, there are so, there's so much room for podcasts out there, right? Um, because most people don't do it consistently. That's the problem. People will do six podcasts, They will do eight podcasts. They don't have any of the support that we provide. So they're like, I can't, I can't keep this up. Um now, for, uh, putting on my coach hat, right? So when I was a coach and I would help people who moved to become an RIA or who would uh, be able to have more of an opportunity to, to market years ago when I did that, um, I would always force them to market. I, I mean, I would. That would be part of the plan. So so when we did their time blocking and their scheduling of, of what they were going to do every single solitary day, I would be blocking in three to 10 hours a month, where they're going to be proactively reaching out, whether that's to centers of influence, whether that's writing blogs, whether that's, you know, being on, I had a friend of mine who, uh, a friend of mine, a client of mine, who's a friend of mine now, um, who did television, right? He did some television stuff Um, in the transition, right? And I know your practice comes to a screeching halt, you don't get paid for a while. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you have to keep in mind depending on how you're transitioning. There's legal issues sometimes, sometimes there's handcuff issues, all sorts of things you have to be concerned about, but when that muse hits you, when you realize I've got a great topic, I've got a great idea, I wanna initiate this relationship with the center of influence, I believe that podcasting is the most powerful way to do that. I would allocate time to market. Mostly, Brad, it's very simple. It's because so much of its stuff is going to be top of mind. You're going to be going through your value proposition, your new value proposition every day on the phone, getting people's accounts switched over, right? That's the perfect time for you to get somebody to interview you and say, okay, Brad, I recently heard that you left Merrill Lynch, right? Why did you leave Merrill Lynch? Well, let me tell you why I left Merrill Lynch, right? Because you've been saying the darn thing all day long. That's the power of this. Um, i also hope that as a financial advisor you are wise with your finances and therefore you have also begun before you ever make the switch from leaving wherever to start your own ria that you're salting money away to market because that's now you're the expert on this so i, I might be speaking out of turn i apologize for that but isn't that why most people want uh, higher payout marketing, right? I mean, that's like, uh, you know, freedom. Uh, those are the things that people want to become an RIA for. And working with you helps them get everything set up. And then working with us helps them get their voice out and show everybody why they made the change and why it's so important.
0: Yeah. And I, I, it made reminded me, and I'm I'm sure. So I'm I'm a, I'm a believer in videos, and my website I have videos. And I I tell you one of the the coolest feelings I had, and, and I assume you've heard this from people with podcasts is the first time, uh, and I even had it. They they just went straight to my my calendar link and scheduled some on my calendar. The, the first time someone reached out to me who I had never spoken to before, never heard of, I didn't even know who they were, and they said, "Oh, I f- I found your videos." And now I'm reaching out, and and I can imagine with, with a podcast, the first time someone reaches out to you and says, "Hey, I," however it is they found that podcast. And now I'm reaching out, and and for for so much work, right? Advisors have to do proactively to find clients, and, and then to have someone, you know, that first one come to you. I'm I'm sure is a you know a great feeling, and and so uh, the sooner you can maybe get that feeling going of your
1: yeah. new firm, the the better. We celebrate wow. that, Brad, by the way, on our team. Every time one of our clients gets a new client from the podcast, I mean, it's it's a huge celebration. I've got 18 people on my team uh, who just, this this is what they live for, is That's to help right. advisors get new clients in a really simple way. Fantastic. And, and
0: last question before we wrap up on that. So and how do you respond when someone says, Matt, this all sounds great. Uh, I'm just getting to the game here, and guess what? There's hundreds or, or whatever number of, of financially related podcasts already out there. You yeah, know, is there really room for one more? Um, let alone, I'm no Susie Orman with a massive mm-hmm. audience. I mean, your, your thoughts on that, and why it's still worthwhile and, and, and helpful to go down that road?
1: Well, because. I'm hoping that you firmly believe in your heart of hearts that you do something fundamentally unique and different from somebody like Susie Orman, right? Or from Jim Cramer or from Motley Fool or all of these other people, right? So that's that's really where you begin. If you believe in your heart of hearts that you do something fundamentally unique and different, you have no competition. Um, And then the other piece of it is people don't understand that it is so easy to build real relationships with centers of influence, with existing clients, with people who provide lifestyle services to your ideal client, to get your message out using our complete service, right? The whole micro influencer idea, the idea that you can influence a very specific vertical. And that's the last piece is podcasting doesn't work. Unless you have a specific niche, and most people who have an RIA have a niche, so that's why this is such a perfect fit. Um, And you need one client, right? You know, that's that's the people ask me about a return on investment all the time, and I'm like, okay, so uh, you know, let's let's say it's a three thousand dollar, you know, you go the whole kit and caboodle, thirty six thousand dollars a year. Um, Break it down, right? You need three million dollar clients to pay for all of your marketing. We do all of the marketing, Brad, all of it, right? If you can't bring in 3 million in new assets a year, you don't, you're not marketing, right? Uh, there's a big problem. Uh, you have to be bringing, I mean, we all know that if you're not growing, you're dying cause you've got people who are taking withdrawals. They're taking, you know, RMDs are taking all of these sorts of things. And so, um, you have to bring in new business and it's so much easier to say, Hey, Brad, Why don't you listen to my podcast? You know, I just talked about that thing that we just talked about at the dinner party. I know it's really uncomfortable, you know, for you to tell somebody who doesn't know me at all to give me a phone call, right? And that's the whole referral speak that everybody's talked about forever. So much easier to refer them to a podcast or a video, right? Hey, why don't you take the look at this person? She's amazing. She answers the questions that you have, and you can, you know, she's got 30 podcasts out, listen to all 30. If you want to give her a call from there, absolutely. If not, I totally understand. That is the way that marketing is happening today. And that's what you have to be ready to do. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that
0: up. I'm almost uh, embarrassed. And I, I didn't think of bringing up that, that referral part on my own that I think it, I, I know myself, it's, it's just so much easier to make a referral to someone when, when you, you don't just give them a name and a phone number. And good luck to you. Maybe it's an intimidating process. You don't know if you're calling it. And so I, I like that where it's just an absolute soft handoff. Um, whoever you're given that podcast information to, they they can choose to do whatever they want with it. And there's there's no kind of friction. So I I, I think uh that's extremely important, important part of it all. So awesome. that's great. Well, uh, hey, I could ask you a million more questions. I don't want this to go on on too long in part because that's that's what you help folks with is calling and, and diving into this uh, you know, in more detail. So, so with that, if someone likes this idea, likes what you have to offer, how, how do they get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your team? What's what's kind of their path there?
1: Well, the the best thing to do is, I mean, they can email me directly, Matt at Top Advisor M. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I mean, that's how we found each other was through LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Uh, in fact, I spend most of my day. I have it open on a browser all the time. So if you message me, I'm going to get back to you quickly um because i believe in the power of linkedin and that's how we grow our business we've got about 90 percent of our prospects from linkedin specifically um or or go to the website right uh and so i shared a a link with you that you're going to hopefully share with with everybody which is uh, the compliance questions that we always get Uh, so when you become an ria that doesn't mean compliance goes away you still have to follow the rules so we show you how we follow the rules which i think kind of puts people at ease and when you're done on that page, check out the other pages. We've got samples of our work all over the place. If you want to know who we are and what we do, that's the best place to do it. But email me. Uh, that's, that's the best thing to do. Matt at topadvisorm.com.
0: And, of course, start listening to the podcast. I think that's oh, uh, one, of the, <laughs> one of the best ways as well. So I'll put all that. Uh, if you're not already there, uh, from wherever you might be watching this video, if you go to transition2ra.com, my website, uh, in the show notes, I'll, I'll, I'll put the links to, to Matt's site, the resources he passed along, his email address, all those sorts of things. So uh, definitely definitely reach out. I'm a believer. Part of the value I try to provide to advisors is to go out in the marketplace and find you know, solutions that, that might be a good fit. Uh, there's no uh, compensation relationship I have with, with Matt's firm at all. It is it is solely because I think he's just, him and his team have a great offering. So uh, happy to have him on, happy to, to put it out there and, and certainly encourage advisors, uh, especially ones that are, are considering going the RA path and they'll have much more flexibility to do this sort of thing to, to really take a look. So uh, Matt, with that, appreciate having you on and uh, hope to connect again here soon. Thanks,
1: man.